Welcome to the Angelscapes podcast, where you're encouraged to uncover and develop a direct connection with your soul's power, wisdom, and spiritual intuition that is ready to blossom. We'll explore new ideas, compelling tips, and real steps to help you learn simple spiritual practices. We're a safe place to learn more about accessing your soul's power with education and spiritual wholeness that could bring more clarity to your life. Now here's your host, a practicing medium, Akashic Records practitioner, spirit artist, coach, and mentor, Dr. Reverend Nancy Smith. When is the last time you experienced an angel? And did you know that the angels are all around you all the time? Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith. I was just given the 2022 AMI Award winner for Best Angel Card Reader. I'm really excited, um, <clears throat> and I want to talk to you about angels today. My favorite thing to talk about, my co company is called Angelscapes for a reason. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Um, so I want you to join me in this session for a talk about angels. We're going to talk about angels' origins as best as I can and how they help humanity and how they are in your life now, every single day, every single moment, and how you can connect with them. Um, we're going to talk about meditation and oracle cards as another way of connecting to your angels. Um, the angelic realm has been in existence since before humanity showed up on the planet. I don't know what they were doing before we got here, but I know that from what I've read, they were charged with watching over humanity as if it was just this this young um, <clears throat> young culture or young brothers or sisters or um, kind of growing up. I don't that points to something about us in our own earthly importance, but um, we'll go into that later. I, I always hope for a download on that one. Um, they have. Um, always been present with us they did not originate from the christian realm although many christian faiths have been deeply embraced them the new age movement has also embraced angels and often um, they resonate very closely with christian communities new age christian communities however they um they also resonate with gosh you could see winged beings in almost any um mystical aspect of of religions, even in the uh, Quechua, uh, shamanic Quechua uh, traditions that I learned in the Andes, the winged beings um, watched over the mountains. They they lived in the mountains and they came out of the mountains to give healing and support and guidance. and And they were uh, often fed, or there's a the tupai an exchange between the angels, the um, Kabbalah, the tree of life in the Judaic tradition has uh, a whole hierarchy of angels. I won't go that, into that too deeply, but I do have some points that I want to make um, about what comes from the Judaic communities. Uh, and I think that there's probably even more um, stories around angels and winged beings than I, I even know right now. So they're, they're very important um, I know that in some petroglyphs or in, in some ancient carvings, you can also see often winged beings um, that are bigger than man or benevolent or have a beneficent presence and a teaching presence. So can't go wrong with angels, I'm telling you. Um, so the presence of angels have been with us since the dawn of recorded history, including those petroglyphs and those drawings. And um, so I feel like that history points out the fact that the angels have always been with us, maybe on a mytho mythological way, but I also feel like they were, have been with us in um, a more of a um, instructional way or, or inspirational way. Angels appear to us real time now. Angels appear to us in forms that we can recognize and receive. They must penetrate our cultural bias and beliefs to convey their messages. So we may uh, see an angel that we recognize, or we may, um, and there's a little talk on earth angels, we actually, an angel might step in and guide us to present something or help somebody with somebody, we become an earth angel ourselves. Or sometimes um, people can just show up and give, or give us things or impart things to us that we really needed, but had never expressed that we needed, and that's angel work. Um, 
dogs, animals uh, do a lot of the angels beddings. Um, animals, um, they think there's a couple of really cute um, stories. All dogs go to heaven and, and different um, talks about how your pets can um, really be as if they're angelic guidances. Um, I have some notes I'm following from my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey. So I wanted to so say I did some research. So I want to stick to some of those notes. I know I just can't spew it out off the top of my head. Angels are um, in full service to God. They vibrate at a very fast rate and exist and live close to the heart of God. They are of God. They are not of human um, human humanity like humans angels have many different jobs skills and qualities to serve their own particular missions and some stay close to god some let's talk about god as source some stay close to the source because they have work to do within the source and um some uh are are here on the earth plane um really working it out with us um, as angels help us, they serve the divine. So it's not that an angel is doing our bidding because we said so. Our angels are helping us to grow in our um, in our soul's growth, in our in our spiritual growth, and that's in service to source to the divine. Every human being is equally valued by God. We've talked about this a few times, um, and I want to reiterate that the Creator doesn't see race, religion, social status, or quality those kinds of qualities in our lives. It, the divine sees us, They see, and it sees the divinity within us. Um, and, they, and the divine sees us as developing souls. And so, does the, so do the angels. So do the angels want to step in as we're developing. We don't have to be perfect and wonderful in order to have angelic help or, or divine help. Um, God is in source, is looking forward to us, to, looking forward to us, our development and our stepping forward and our overcoming our, our issues, our anger, our depression, our, our sadness, our, our laziness. Um, and so we're not judged by those actions as much as the angels can come in and inspire us to move outside of <clears throat> our, our negative frustrations or our frustrations. Um, God longs for us to be fully actualized in our spirits so that we may live um, at the side of the side and in the heart of the creator as we're living our lives now but also um after the change called death that we stand next to source stand next to god and the angels are here helping us to get to that point it's not that we're bossing the angels around and telling them what we want and what to do and where to go and how to be the angels are actually showing up at our points of need and helping us um Sometimes helping us to know where we need to go as, as you make a request to an angel. We'll talk about that in, in just a second. Um, they don't run around bidding our, doing our errands or bidding for us, but they're here to help us make it easier for ourselves to create and do what we need to do. Um, I have to say that this is something I've been um, thinking about for a long time about angels. Um, each archangel and angel belong to a ray or a throne that has a specific calling and a discipline. And each throne or ray has its own vibratory uh, sound, uh, color, um, and discipline within it. Um, they, and each Inside of each of these rays is specific jobs and skills that relate to the reigning throne or ray. Um, Archangel Michael comes in through, I see him in the color of blue. Sometimes I see him in the color of yellow. Um, Archangel Michael talks to us about protection. So it's protection from um, things outside of ourselves, but it's all, which is that blue, but it's also protection from things within ourselves and how we think about ourselves and how we treat ourselves. So that comes in the yellow, the solar plexus yellow. Um, you need never to worry about uh, if you're calling an angel for privacy. Uh, angels cannot intervene unless we are asked and invited. So if you want to ask for help, very specifically say, um, please help me. I could use some help. And then I ask the angels and God for the help. And if you're praying to source, source can ask, you know, can have the angels come and intervene. Here's my messenger. This angel is coming on to help you out. Each request is considered and responded to lovingly and intelligently with our best interest in mind in service to source. They deliver what we need better than we could ever ask for. 
And sometimes uh, you've heard the saying, um, well, I don't, you've heard the saying, my prayers weren't answered and that's the answer. And I, I feel like it's it's not that cut and dry. Sometimes we'll have a request and we'll at, we'll send it out to the angels. Please help me in this time of need. And um, what what comes forward may not be what we think it should be. So we need to just step into a meditative state or a breathing state or a relaxed state that is filled with um, observations and intuition and receptivity is the key here uh, to allow the um, movement forward of the, the, the angels and whatever still source is delivering to us. Um, <clears throat> In the Kabbalah, it's said that the archangel's energy, along with other angels, is so deep and so large and so expansive that we could hardly bear, bear it if they stood next to us. And I want to kind of go back to angels appear to us in energy and forms that we can understand, that we can relate to. But if they appear to us in their full glory, I would imagine it would be phenomenal. Um but that's not their deal. That That's not how they've operated in my life. That's not how I've seen them operate in other lives. It's it's relatable. Uh, it's not there to overwhelm us or or take us a, into a place of, I can't handle this. So, you know, they really, they work within, like I said, within our culture. They're not supporting prejudices or things with their cultures. They're not working, but they understand that we've been socialized in certain ways and they're very intelligent. Um, uh no matter what, they will always find a way to answer our call, guide us, sustain us. Each archangel um, um, has a certain job. Michael is the protector. Um, Raphael is an amazing healer, um, partnered up with Mother Mary. Um, each angel has a partner. I don't have all the names and stuff uh, for you, but if you, in research, you could find that each angel has its significant uh, vibrational um, essence of a, of another angel with them. Um, we talked about this. I want to go back to you might be angel bound. Um, typically, angels have not had human lives, and sometimes, like I said, angels can work through us as messengers, and then they can work through the, our pets, our animals. Even in nature, they work through um, the, the beings in nature. Uh, and I also feel that um, stepping back here, the the fairies and the elementals on the earth are also vibrations towards the angels. Um, so they're, they may have their own personalities and their own tasks that they do, the elementals here on the planet, but they do have relationships with the angels and the angels do have relationship with them. Archangel Ariel, um, I call her Archangel. Some, uh, it's how I feel about her is um, my go-to between the earthly realm and the heavenly realm. If I need grounding, if I need understanding of what's happening on the planet Earth, I go to Archangel Ariel to help me walk through my life and, you, and understand the resources, the earthly resources around me, um, as well as my relationship to the Earth and to this planet. So one exception, all angels started um, from the heavenly realm, except for Metatron. Um, Metatron, um, born before the time of Noah, there's a, um, there's a book called uh, The Books of Enoch, and um, Metatron, uh, as he was alive many lifetimes as a human here on earth, wrote the books of Enoch. Um, Enoch had a calling to hear the word of God and understand the mysteries of creation, and Enoch uh, wrote a number of stories. I'm trying to, as I look here, uh, Enoch is also thought to be the, the name of four other persons, the oldest son of Cain, the son of Jared, the son of Midian, and also the oldest son of Reuben. These men were born in different generations, and Enoch is said to have become fully realized within himself. And he's also said that he ascended into heaven instead of dying a mortal death. And then as he went into heaven, he became Metatron, the archangel of the presence of God. And Metatron is um, given, he's the head of the Akashic Records. My When I worked, how I connected into my angels was through the Akashic Records. Um, and that could be a whole nother talk for another um, session. But um, Metatron is the, um, the presence of God 
and the word of God where Metatron can bring us humans the word of God in a way that we would understand because um, he was human and he did have that human experience. Metatron, like I said, watches over the Akashic Records. He's the secretary, he's the watcher. And one of Metatron's greatest gifts is his understanding of the human nature. So again, that's why he's the word of God to our ears. He realizes how difficult it is to be human and undergo the challenges of the living world. Another um, realm that Metatron watches over is educating children and children themselves. And Metatron is a, a good angel to call in. Um, if you're having um, trouble, if you have children who have trouble learning and are, are learning dis disabilities, or you're wondering where should this child develop, where should this child go, what support does this child need, Metatron um, would be a, a, a wonderful resource for you. If your child has special gifts that aren't really recognized, say they're special spiritual gifts, Metatron would be the angel to um, to work with. Metatron is also um, the angel of truth. Metatron's not going to mess around and kind of go around the uh, mulberry bush. You're going to get the straight stuff. And, and Metatron also calls us to be clear in our thinking and our thoughts. And we create from our thoughts. Um, and if we're going to create clearly from our thoughts, we need to um, be fastidious on how we appoint our thoughts and send them out to the world. Now, having said that, we do mull things over and think it through and kind of understand, is this that, or should I move this over here? And I'm feeling this way about that. I'm not saying you have to be perfect in how you live, but when you finally have that thought that is going to be your expression and your belief, and this is the bottom line is what I'm thinking here, um, Manitron asks us to be very clear and full of compassion and precise in what we do. Um, there's uh, words that could be very blaming or shaming or or words that could be negative. Metatron asks us, can you take another look at what it is you're truly trying to express here? What is it that you're truly thinking? Because where you are in your mind is where you are in your life. Um, again, I work in the Akashic field when I connect with the angels. <clears throat> I open up my Akashic records and then I, I will work with the angels. And I don't always do it that way. I'll be very honest, sometimes I just simply connect with the angels and I'll say I'd like to <clears throat> ex explore and expand my auric field to have the angels step in and um, walk me through, especially if I'm, uh, of course, it's always when you have a um, challenge that you think of, of calling in the angels, but I'd like to invite you to think of calling in the angels in any kind of learning and growing, and even in your daily um, morning waking up, calling in the angels. And I'm going to talk to you about my team of angels that I work with and why I work with this team. Um, when I start to connect um, to life and waking up and what I want to do today and what's the best thing for me to do, I need to, and I choose to connect with source to walk in the shoes, not just of my daily list, but also in my daily inspiration. And the team that I call in is Metatron above me, Ariel below me. And then Archangel Michael goes, can go on either side or the front, depending on what's coming my way. So Michael, and then Archangel Raphael and Mother Mary is a team. Um, and then when I do my healing work there, I, I make sure that I'm, I blend it in and I'm close with them. Archangel Gabrielle comes in with light, especially when I'm working on soul contract works or I'm working on healing or I'm working on intuitive works and readings. It's Gabrielle that will light up the situation so I can see it clearly. I can maybe have a clairvoyant vision or I hear something and I can't quite get it. It's Gabrielle, please help me. I'm not sure what it is that I'm seeing clearly. I don't want to interpret this. Please clear this up. And when I'm working, um, Archangel Uriel, U-R-I-E-L, sometimes say it's Uriel, Uriel, or Uriel, um, is the angel of manifestation, ministration, and transformation. Uriel is um, the angel of the West. I'll go back and talk about directions with the other ones. The West is the setting sun, the transformation. It's the fall. It's when things fall away and transform and, and get ready for the new life path pattern. So Uriel is the, my go-to with transformation. And if I'm working with somebody 
who um, is, needs to really endure and go through a change, no matter what it is, Serial that I call on and say, what would be the best advice? Serial comes in with energetic healing as along with Archangel Raphael, but the energy that Uriel comes in is the transformational energy that helps you move through to where you need to go. So going back to the directions, Archangel Michael to me is the angel of the north, the angel of the truth, um, the angel of, of introspection. And I see the north um, being in the northern hemisphere. I see the north as being cold, iced over, um, seeing your reflections in the ice, and then uh, the many phases of water, uh, emotions, the expression of selves, the many different ways we express ourselves. And then I see um, in the East is Gabriel, who's the light bringer, Archangel Gabriel, who's the messenger from God. Um, and now in the, in the uh, mythologies announced to Mother Mary that she is about to become pregnant with um, the Son of God, Jesus. Uh, beautiful, beautiful story. And then Gabriel also opened up the, um, the tomb. So the, a lot of Gabriel probably shows up um, more in biblical terms than any other angel. But again, Gabriel is, I need to understand this. I, I'd like to see this. Can you help me? Especially if I'm being um, in my own world, a little foggy. Um, uh, so Archangel Gabriel East, and then I go into um, Raphael, which puts Gabriel to me in a beautiful a coral and yellow robe. Um, again, these colors are my colors. You can, as you ex express the angels, as you connect to the angels, you may see them in different colors. Raphael to me comes in, Archangel Raphael comes to me in this beautiful green, many greens, heart chakra and the south, which is the place of growth, of nurture, abundance, nurturing, nourishment. And um, sometimes before we have abundance, we don't have abundance. We have, so we can shift from the poverty mentality into the abundant mentality um, with uh, Mother Mary, Mother of God, who was the queen of angels. Um, and there are, this is the second, um, I believe, from what I have read, um, the angel that incarnates as human, where uh, as she ascended into heaven as well, she was a very advanced, that's what I've read and what I, I feel it's is so true, embraces the femininity, femininity uh, of the healing aspect and the goddess. So Mother Mary with healing, um, and when I'm doing healing work, really pairs up nice with Archangel Raphael. And she comes in sometimes with white, sometimes with a beautiful powder blue with stars around her, around her feet or around her head. And I work with Archangel Raphael and Mother Mary to work on soul template work. And we are um, born, um, we have a template um, above our heads, a beautiful um, energetic template that we are created from. And that energetic template is created before we are created physically. And sometimes through birth and, and through life, uh, um, tragedies or, or trauma, or, you know, just where it getting worn out, um, we need, I will work with Archangel Raphael and Mother Mary to re, um, bring in the template. We, heal ourselves by remembering who we are and what we're meant to be and uh that they are have done some magnificent work right in front of me you know not i'm not doing the work they're doing the work um and then um ariel comes in in like i said in there, there yeah it's like west already so north, north east southwest and then um then we have the up which is Metatron and below, I talked about in the earth realm, Archangel Ariel, but I also want to talk about Sandalfin, which is the twin of Metatron, where everything needs to have a balance. It's 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 an opposite or equal self. Sandalfin is our words to God, where Metatron is God's words to us. Sandalfin is our words to God. Um, so when we pray, you could even invite in Sandalfin. Can you hear me? Can you help me make my language clear so that God um understands me and, I, and i'm saying this god always source our angels our guardian angels they always understand us but what we sometimes don't understand ourselves or maybe we don't understand what we're asking for so i like to have the angels and my archangels in my soul work with me to be clear on um what it is i'm asking for and sometimes the only thing i can do is say here's the pain point Here's where it's not working. I would like some help 
engineering this into a better place. Can you help me? So sometimes my prayers and requests need, I take them through a couple of layers, which is to say, here's where it's not working. Here's the pain point. Here's my emotions around that. And um, can I, uh, can you help me create a, a request from the heavens? And um, which angel would I request? And sometimes I just put it into my guardian angels or to source's hands or to my soul's hands um, and, and say, hey team, something's up here. Need some help with this. Um, angel readings that I do from the Akashic uh, Records. Could I talk to you a little bit about that right now? Could I jump into that? Um, I work with um, angel cards that were created by Kimberly Marooney. And um, it's two O's, M-A-R-O-O-N-E-Y. And if you're interested in doing angel work, please do some research on Kimberly Marooney. She's the grandmother of the angel oracle cards. And she, this woman um, has researched angels more than anyone that I've ever heard or ever seen. And she um, has helped uh, put music to some of their teachings and each angel has a specific teaching. Um, our Shamuel has a beautiful teaching of how to live your life in standing in the love of God. Um, beautiful, beautiful angel. And she writes uh, gorgeous stuff about him. Her angels are neutral. They're not him or her, but sometimes they vibrate in a feminine or masculine way and that's okay. But angels are neutral. Um, and uh, so I use her cards actually. And um, she taught all of the angel uh, people who worked with angels, written cards or done Oracle works. They, they've been inspired Kimberly by Kimberly. And she is the foundation of the modern day angel studies. Um, and I, I think that she also is very aware of the Kabbalah and, and maybe pulled some information from the ancient Kabbalah. Angel guidance readings are simple as opening um, your intention for the angels to come towards you. I also open up the Akashic Records when I'm working to read um, somebody's, if I give a reading, any reading I give, it's through the Akashic Records. And then I call the angels in through the Akashic Records. And then um, intending and requesting guidance from the angelic realm. Um, sometimes I will ask for a specific angel, but mostly I don't because sometimes they know what they need. They, they know who needs to be here and they send them. Um, but I do have to say, I'm going to call on the angels I call on the most are Archangel Michael. I call on Archangel Raphael and Gabriel and Mother Mary. And it's not that they're favorites. It's just the ones that I'm used to calling. So I would love, love, love for you guys to, and we're going to do this a little bit later in the show, um, is for you guys to start looking at all the different angels and all the different thrones and rays and disciplines that they have. Um, and you can attune yourself to the angels, each specific angel, um, if you want to um, pursue reading from the angels, or if you just want to pursue having relationships with the, the angels, um, as you attune to more and more angels, not only will you feel their connection to these angels, but you'll also be attuned to the throne or to the discipline of them. And uh, so you're working on unconditional love, you can attune yourself to Shemuel or Handrianel. Or, or one of the angels that are there from the throne of love. And angels will come and guide you um, through your readings um, and, and through your invocations of them. Um, you simply want to raise your awareness and your ability to connect to them clearly so that your capacity is open enough to receive the information you need to receive. Um, in how I do the readings, um, and this is something that Kimberly taught me, as well as I added my own thing is, is I have um, there's two decks of cards, the angel blessings and the, and the, um, the angel guidance, the straight. So one of the decks is straight angels and the other deck is um, angel actions. Angel blessings is angel actions. So, um, and you could make your own angel cards too, if you, if you wanted to, there's a, a number of um, amazing uh, encyclopedias of angels and, and, uh, and studies of angels. So I start with an angel card um, and I focus on four aspects of everyone's life. I have the outer world and I have the mental world and, the, and how you're thinking, what's going on up here and what are your belief systems. 
And then I have your emotional world, which I feel is connected to your creativity and your intuition. And that connects you to your spiritual world. And then I have your spiritual world, which what does your guides and your soul want you to know now? So those are the re so anyone who's had a reading with me knows that that's where I'm going to go. So there's an angel that's going to be talking to you about each of these four aspects, and then they will have um, a, a, a actionable item that they want you to think about. They want you to do. So for instance, if I have um, an angel, Shamuel could come in, and Shamuel could talk about forgiveness. So in order to open the door to this love that um, you want to live in, you need to do some forgiveness. And then um, I will oftentimes use tarot cards underneath the angel cards to see the progression um, in your life. And then I always end up with one card sideways, which is what's in your basement. What's What are you not um, admitting to yourself? What are you... Um, a gift that you have that you're ignoring or something that's there that's it's in your life but, and you need to integrate it you need to understand it and those are the probably the most important cards along with the angels the angel actions and what you need to integrate and then the um uh, the tarot cards three of them in between is your progression uh, of what you're looking at what you you know and past present future or, or the direction that you're going in um and those are very powerful readings. Um, those are my assessment readings. And so when I go into the Akashic Records to work with the angels along in the Akashic Records really opens the door um, to understanding. Do I get things automatically? Oh, sure, I do. You betcha I do. And um, sometimes people want to say, I don't want you to do the reading like this. I want you to do the reading like this. So I just and, and then they'll try to change my system. But please um, understand that everything that I get as I look at the image and I'm talking to through to your soul through the Kashuk records is all connected kinesthetically um, as I lay out these cards and they um, these readings give us a foundation of where you are where you're living what you're thinking about what, uh, so what is the foundation of your life and we can really go down to the root cause uh, and the root um cause of you living um how you're living whether it's fully embraced or you're having troubles and um we get a lot of information of where to go with um healing for you and what your angels have to say uh, and then from those angelic guidance ca cards i often we can jump into there's a past life you need to work on or there's a soul contract or there is a belief structure or there are some um, aspects in your world that you need to forgive or, or some kind of energetic healing can come, come in and the angels will sit with us as we do some energy work. Um, so that's how it kind of unfolds for me. And that's how the angels work with me. Um, I'd kind of want to talk to you a little bit about angels and archangels that you kind of want to get to know and who, and who they are um, and what their disciplines are. Uh, there's so many, but have you thought of, you know, of how you could work with them and so many disciplines that you may not have even occurred or something that you'll bring into your life and you, and you can have them help you. Um, Archangel. So before I start, I want to talk to you about why the name of my con company is Angelscapes. And years and years and years ago, before I even knew I'd be doing any of this work publicly, um, I sat into a meditation and the intention is, what is the work that I will be doing? What is the spiritual work that I will be doing now that I'm, I was kind of opening up to all the spiritual works kind of in the 80s? And um, believe it or not, I started this in the 80s. And what I heard was angelscapes. And I said, well, that's kind of funny. Uh, angelscapes, kind of like landscapes. I'm a designer. And I said, yes, because you're bringing heaven onto earth and the angels are helping you um to do that will be helping you as much as you allow them to help you create this heaven on earth which would be angelscapes which would be um the choices that we make and the the designs that we do in our lives in uh, partnership with the angels which is in partnership with source because there's no difference between them and you are creating the scapes so i called them angelscapes because they were divinely inspired so um so that was me doing my work with the angels. And that is why I call them angelscapes. Um, myself and the work that I do, angelscapes. So the first angel that I want to talk to you about is Archangel Metatron. 
And Metatron, I told you, is the secretary and supervisor of the Akashic Records, and he's known as the presence of God. Um, so we, we've talked a little bit about him, and I want to catch you up on the other ones. But Metatron, um, you cannot go wrong when you're looking for truth, when you're looking for understanding, when you're looking for your soul's um, um, progression in life, talk to Metatron. Uh, actually, amazing source. And when I blend in with the angels or when I feel like I'm disconnected from or I'm not quite connected to a certain angel, I will quietly sit in a, um, a meditation, a powerful, a, a, I call them power sittings where I was just breathing in spirit and breathing out. And I would ask a specific angel, can you come close and can I feel you so that I can recognize when you're working with me? And uh, I can maybe Archangel Metatron or maybe Archangel Gabriel. Um, if I find that I'm having a specific problem and I'm seeing things and understanding things, I may sit with Gabriel for a little bit. Or if there's healing um, that I keep getting clients that need healing, uh, I'll sit with Raphael and um, Raphael and Mary. I sit a lot with them for my own healing um, as well. So Archangel Michael um, is like unto God. He is the gatekeeper of heaven and a mighty protector. And everyone that I talk to who does the angels, Michael is the first one out of the gate that they talk about. He will help you build trust in your practice, your spiritual practice or your life practice with however you're doing your life. He protects us from our own fears and our own negative thinking. And if you put Michael and Metatron together, the truth and thinking comes out mighty clear and um, work with it over a little period of time. You'll see a shifting in your thoughts. You'll see a shifting in your perceptions. He will help you um, integrate your ego into your higher self. That is a form of protection. He offers guidance and Michael works with the crown chakra and the solar plexus. Mike, Archangel Michael is always um, there to protect us from outside forces as well. If I have to uh, remove a, a disincarnate being or if there is an energy that is a thought form onto itself and it's affecting you, but it's not your thought form, he's the first one I call in. And if I am traveling doing soul retrievals and I'm traveling um, in, in through spirit and soul and into the um, etheric plane, Archangel Michael is always by my side. And um, so, the, um, so since Michael works with the crown chakra and the solar plexus, if you're having um, identity problems, um, he Michael would be uh, the angel to to call in when attuning to Michael. Um, any angel, when you're attuning to any angel, which attuning means that you sit quietly and you intend that the angel um, draw closer to you, ask for a description of how you can recognize Michael um, in your life, as well as his angelic uh, sense of feel. How does it feel like when Michael's near you? And um, what does it feel like when he's protecting and guiding you? And each time you attune to an angel, ask for a specific message just for you and, and, and see what they say. If you, I love keeping a journal of the angels, and I recommend that you do keep a journal of the angels as which angel is talking to you. And as you attune to them, what is their message for you? Okay, so Archangel Gabriel is the strength of God, is also the messenger of God. She, he, is the bringer of light to show the way and brings um, glad tidings. So she's the messenger from God, Gabriel, brings inspiration and reconciliation. So oftentimes um, you think of the message to Mary, the Virgin Mary, and she says, oh, by the way, you're having baby, God's baby. And oh, I don't even have a husband. So there's a reconciliation in some of the things, some of the callings that we sometimes have in our lives that we don't think we can meet the challenge or we're, we're not quite sure if we're going to step into that calling or that inspiration. Gabrielle can be helpful for that, can be inspiring and um, open the pathway for you so you can see where you're going. Um. She works with the third eye and the heart chakra. Um, so when you can open up and see uh, or, or perceive where spirit wants you to go, you could also open up your heart to do the work that you're being called to do. And usually we're not called to do work that we weren't born for. So um, if we feel we, we're called to a, a certain um, action or, or, or take a, a certain pathway in our life, um, you may want to sit quietly with your your um, guardian angel and 
and ask the angels and your soul to help uh, you to remember your, your gifts and your abilities as you step into that new path because they're there right under the surface. Uh, you wouldn't be moving in that direction if your soul hadn't prepared you for it. And so Gabrielle can help you with that. And then moving into the next angel, Archangel Uriel. We talked about Uriel being the transformation, the, the uh, angel of the West or the angel of, of, the, of the great change. Um, the change that's coming from the East is the rising of the sun and the starting of a new day. The great change of the West is when we're leaving the day and going into the night, going into the darkness. And he's known as the light of God. He is the minister of heaven, hearing and answering prayers. Agnes must work pretty hard with Metatron and uh, Sandalfin. He is a mighty transformer of people's lives. He will help you with readings. Um, he helps me a lot with readings and delivery of healing messages. Uriel brings transformation and tranquility along with that transformation. So you may be going through a transformation in your life. Uriel could help you be calm and be strong with what you need to do, along with Gabrielle opening the way and showing you where to go. Um, he works with the crown chakra, the heart chakra, and the throat chakras. Um, when attuning to Uriel, ask for descriptions of his transformational gifts and the signs and signals that he is with you and the feeling. How, what does it feel like when Uriel is nearby? And what do you feel like when you need to call in Archangel Uriel, right? Um, ask him to clarify his angelic messages for you. Beautiful, beautiful angel. Now we've talked about Archangel Raphael. The healing of God is what Raphael is known for. And he brings healing and creativity. Um, there is a... Um, a Native American kind of story is that when um, the bear prowls through the woods um, and he, he'll, she, he, she will make a um, parameter around the field. And then when the field is clear and there's no enemies, the deer can come out and play. So when the healing is done or the balancing is done, the protection is done, you can then become very creative in your, in your thought process and in your problem solving process. And Raphael, in the healing, you'll know your healing is happening when your creativity starts to flow. It, it can be painting, it could be the arts, it could be thinking, it could be um, rearranging your life. It, it, creativity comes in many different forms. Could, creativity is very much a, a, um, alive and well in sciences and the math traditions. And Raphael will walk with you and inspire you on all of your journeys. And he helps in disclosing pain that needs to be healed so if you kind of are getting used to limping on that sore foot archangel michael may come in and clarify emotionally mentally or physically where the root cause of the pain is so that it can be opened up so that you could get the healing in remember ever hears anyone talk about you need to reopen that wound so or we break the leg so that it'll heal properly archangel raphael can go deep into the healing process um Raphael can be an inspiration. He can be a muse. He's very much into the arts. Um, he works with the sacral chakra, the heart chakra, and the third eye chakra. And when in tuning to Raphael, ask for, the again, the description of his presence. What does it feel like when Raphael is near you? What are the colors that show up? For me, it's green, but what, what is the color for you that's going to show up? And, and as he draws near, um, how do you shift? How do you feel? And um, the Sacred Mother, um, the Mary, the Queen of Angels, which I've talked about a number of times, um, was asked to carnate on earth and be the mother of Jesus. We talked about that. She is beloved of God. And she also, um, she has been seen in apparitions around the world, bringing peace, hope, and healing to all foreign suffering. And she reminds us that we are all sons and daughters of God. Um, call on her in your hour of need and she will reinforce you and she will protect you. She, her protection is about as powerful as Archangel Michael's protection. And um, the story with Mary and all of her apparitions, um, and I feel like she's been around since the beginning of time and known as the goddess. And she has shown up in many different goddess forms as well um, throughout the time and history of, of um, humanity. And my favorite story is the one um, where she's a lady of Guadalupe, um, where there was a, uh, a goddess um, shrine. And then when the um, 
Catholics came in, they had ripped it down and they made a sacred mother shrine. And um, this peasant, uh, his brother was dying, had come peasants. This young man was walking through and his brother's dying and he really is so sad. And he, he goes to the um, shrine and asks for help to heal his brother because he doesn't want to lose his brother. And when he gets there, there's a, it's winter and the rose bush, um, there's an old rose bush there and it's blooming. And, uh, and it's, he takes it as a sign that his brother will be okay. And then all of a sudden, all these flowers come up and they say, take these flowers to the bishop and tell him I am here. And, and this is what I need you to do to exchange for healing your brother. So he takes all, all the flowers and he takes them to the bishop and he brings them to the church. And he said, Mary is here. She's at the shrine and she wants you to know that she is there and she wants you to make a church around her. She wants to make this shrine big. And uh, it could be, basically, this is the story. And um, Bishop doesn't believe him. So he goes back to Mary, the apparition, and he says, you don't believe me. And so she said, okay, take this. And he, she take off your coat. And he, he took off his cloak. And she put a painting of herself, an image of herself on the cloak. And he wrapped it up carefully. And he took that to the church, to the bishop. So he unrolled the cloak. She said, this is her picture. She really wants you to come by and see her and build this church. And um, they finally went to the shrine and and then this beautiful um, cathedral of Our Lady Guadalupe was built. And um, if you could ever get there, um, it's in Mexico, um, the uh, cloak, the coat that was, he, the image was on is, is, um, is you could see it. I, I think it's framed very carefully and you can um, observe it. At least I, that was last time I checked. But um, Sacred Mother is a very powerful presence with humanity. And now, um, and I love working with the energy of the sacred mother. And I always, I, what I want to say with the sacred mother, as we look at it, a sacred mother through Catholic eyes or through Christian eyes, more Catholic, um, but I want you to look at the eye, sacred mother through the eyes of, of all of the cultures that worship the goddess. And uh, I feel like she's as important as um, any, any of the angels. Um, so moving along to Archangel, I know I'm giving you a list of angels because it's kind of fun. Archangel Ariel is the lion of God. Ariel is what connects me to earth, grounds me. She assists Raphael in the curing of diseases using earth medicines. Um, she holds the secrets of earth's magic and knows how to rule the winds. She will help you in, to be in the right relation of your environment and to connect with nature. Ariel works with your root chakra your sacral chakra and um, your eighth chakra uh, above your head, which is where your soul is, your soul's connection. And the 12th chakras, which are the uh, chakras that are the healing chakras in your hands and feet. I wouldn't be surprised if Ariel also works with the Reiki tradition um, that, that is coming out of Japan. Um, Azrael, Archangel Azrael, He's known as the angel of death. Azrael means whom God helps. Azrael on the um, Kabbalah, on the tree of life, is called Dat. It's a hidden, um, it's a hidden sphere behind all of um, the, the spheres and the connections, and it's secret. And, be, and, I, and I always kind of take a laugh at that because death is scary, and, and it represents death, and death is hidden. But I also feel like what else is hidden is our life as a spirit. So we think of it where when we're born, we forget who we are. We forget our, our, our roots in spirit. And we're just totally immersed in the human experience. And um, so, so all those cool things are just not at our fingertips anymore. And Azriel works with me, especially in mediumship. And understanding the relationship between life and death and life. So you have the death process, but then you have the coming, the life process of remembering that your spirit and that and my my work as a medium is to remind people that we we do progress after the change called death. We still have our consciousness and our intelligence. We're still learning and growing. And Archangel Israel helps to understand that. And he helps, he, she helps with those transitions he's responsible for releasing the human soul from the physical body 
at the time of death. That's his job. He also assists in the healing of grief. Azrael rules the eighth and the ninth chakras above your head that contain your Akashic records. He regulates your soul's development through your lifetimes. So Ezreal is a very, very important player, but is also, you could see, with kind of hidden behind the scenes. Very important um, to me. And I feel that Ezreal shows up um, in uh, Crows and Ravens when I need to understand there is a relationship that I need to see. There's a death that's going to take place that's going to be impactful in my life and heads up for that one. Um, I'm going to tune into Ezreal again. Ask for the description. Don't be afraid. Ask for how do I know you're here? How do I know you're helping me? Uh, I feel like creating a, a relationship with Ezreal is very important for you to understand your process in life. And we have a beginning, middle, and end in life. And, and having a relationship with this angel will help you bring life full circle. You can remember who you are, why you're here, and where you're going after, um, after you're leaving here. Um, I have a whole list of angels, but I'm going to skip a couple. Archangel Zephkiel, also known as Kessiel, um, is called the knowledge of God. And he is on the um, tree of life. He helps us to overcome longstanding problems. He teaches patience and serenity. Zephkiel offers information from the Akasha records in order to help humanity understand the deep knowledge available from the creator. There's a psychological... Um, a kind of aspect with Zafkiel. So he seems to understand the psychological nature of humanity. Long-term, long-standing problems can be emotional or psychological. Um, and so he would be a, a wonderful angel to really work through um, depression, um, family trauma, and, and ongoing family struggles. Um, I want to say learning disabilities, but the but the uh, struggle that comes from learning disabilities. Um, and so Zafkiel is, is an angel that I know I could um, do some more work with. And I, I want to actually actually invite you to work with this angel, not well as well known as Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel and Uriel, but Zafkiel, the other um, favorite is Zadkiel, spelled with a D, not a PH. Zadkiel is known as the benevolence of God, and he guards the power of the invocation and prayer that come deep within our hearts. Zadkiel helps us to pray. Zadkiel brings with him the violet flame of the alchemical engineer, energetic, energetic clearing um, and focuses on the qualities of freedom, alchemy, transformation, forgiveness, justice. Zadkiel tells us to use the violet flame to clear out heavy energies that uh, that that we have and as they clear them out we can transform our lives another another heavy psychological angel that really recognizes the emotional mental struggles you'll be working with Zadkiel um to when you clear your contracts and um you're working with Zadkiel when you work with the violet flame saint germain and the violet flame he brought saint germain um who's actually a real person um, the violet flame. It was Zadkiel that brought that in. Um, when you tune to Zadkiel, um, ask, ask for the descriptions of his presence, but also ask for the gift of the violet flame um, and bring that violet flame um, into your work. Uh, you could, great, great way to clear a house is with the violet flame and a great way to clear a project when a project is stuck in, in work or, or a project that you're working in, in your personal life. Um, and learn to recognize him in your life and and, uh, and learn to uh, get used to using this violet flame. Um, there's a lot of information out there about the violet flame and how to attune yourself to it. But as you as you attune to Zed, attuned to Zed Kiel, you will attune to the violet flame. And um, Archangel um, Haniel and Shamuel are the lovers. They're just, they're known as the glory and grace of God. And uh, Shamuel is he who seeks God. But Haniel, um, in all matters of love, Haniel will intervene. So truly, 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 you got to call on Cupid. You may as well call on Haniel. He rules the planet Venus, and and is trans. And he is the one that trans. She, he, she is the one that transported Enoch to heaven when Enoch became Metatron. Haniel's very powerful. Love is very, very powerful. He will teach you the power of love. So you feel like your your life is loveless. You feel like. Um, 
things had really gone awry on so many levels, it's any all you want to work with to bring that love back into your life. So maybe it's not going to be romance love, but that we all need love to, sur to survive as human beings. Archangel Shamuel, C-H, um, he means he who seeks God. He writes wrongs and soothes troubled minds. He brings justice to the world. He must be a friend of Zadkiel, Zadkiel, I swear. But um, he kind of comes at it from another point of view. Um, he teaches tolerance and understanding. Samuel is adept at conflict resolution. Samuel just loves everybody. Uh, he, her adoration for beauty and balance of the divine is infectious as she works with humanity. So if you see Samuel working, not only will she be with conflict resolution, you could also see something beautiful come out of it, um, a piece of artwork or some music or something um, that reminds me of that song a while back, um, Heal the World um, song that um, Feed the World. And it was it was about working with justice and getting food to people who are starving. And um, I really felt that was Shamuel working with the people to bring them together to, to uh, resolve a conflict, but also bring understanding and bringing comfort. Um, her adoration for beauty and balance is outstanding. So Shemuel is a teacher of one mind, seeing the divine connection between everything. Um, and this is an important aspect of all the angels is that we are all connected in one network. We are all of one mind, but we are all an expression of that one mind. So when we realize we're connected to all things, this is a want to work with Shemuel might, might be a good angel to work with. Like, hey, you know, I feel really isolated or, hey, we're, what I'm working in, nobody's really getting this um, and we're not on the same page. Shemuel would be an angel to call in. Um, and then we talked a little bit about Sandalfin. Sandalfin means co-brother. He is understood to be Metatron's twin. And um, he hears the prayer and he's telling me he's really good looking. <laughs> I don't know what that came from, but he is a very powerful angel and um and the feeling of attraction of, of i'm listening to you i'm hearing you i have the compassion he hears the prayers of humanity and brings them to god's ear he travels a lot he listens to a lot he's known as the tall angel because he can stand on the earth and reach god's ears in heaven um Sandalfin has helped many great souls to be born on the earth in order to help humanity uh, so if you're in a, a a place where you really want to help a situation to um, become better and you feel like all is lost, Sandalfin could be a very good angel for, for you to reach out, have him intervene and, and move, um, move you through whatever you need to be moved through. Now, here's my favorite, one of my favorite Archangel Ratziel. And as a matter of fact, there's a TV program called The Good Omen and Ratziel plays a role in there. It's really funny how they see Ratziel. It means God is my pleasure and also the secrets of God. He often is equated to Uriel. Um, he brought a, a, a book, um, book of life. When, in, the myth, in the myth of Adam and Eve getting thrown out of the garden, it was Ratziel that brought the book of life to Adam and Eve so they could learn how to take care of themselves now that God wasn't taking care of them. It's, it's a myth, um, but it was Ratziel that brings the medicinal herbs to humanity, uh, how to clothe themselves, how to create um, shelters so that they can survive and live well on the earth. Ratziel also is um, works with Akashic Records. The Book of Life came from the Akashic Records, and he can download this, and he she can download a ton of information from the Akashic Records to help you learn and grow everything we need to heal, everything that we need to do well on this planet is on this planet. And um, many of us have lost track of that. And a lot of more of us have our, have our thumbs on it. And some of us have thumbs on one thing and some have thumbs on the other thing. So again, one mind, we need to work together. Ratziel can um, bring us together. So can Sandalfin to bring our resources together to really know how to live on this planet and thrive, to live well on earth. He also, um, again, brings all that information from the Akashic records and um, Ratziel inspires us to solve the mysteries and problems in our lives. Um, you got some big mysteries going on. I don't know how that happened. I don't know why this here. I don't, what does this keep showing up? Ratziel is the one to go 
and get um, resources and also solutions. Um, Retziel, um, again, like one of my favorites, uh, he just kind of keeps bringing down the information. Um, and I also feel that Retziel is very important um, in our world right now as we go through a lot of changes. I don't know if you noticed, we have some earth changes going on and a lot of um, unusual weather patterns, a lot of um, a lot of people kind of going off the rails or or not quite understanding um, how to how to live life. And so there's this mysterious, they're doing very strange things. So Retziel could, we could bring in all of the angels to be honest with you, but Retziel can really talk to you about those changes and what we need to be aware of on this planet to go forward. Retziel would work really well with Archangel Ariel. And all the angels work together um, for, for everyone's highest good. So I'm very excited um, to just spend some time talking to you about these angels and how much I, I really love working with them. I have to say, um, it's easy to forget to work with them. It's, for, it's easy to forget that all of these resources um, and are, are at our fingertips. They're at just right in our tips of our tongue asking for help. Asking for help isn't necessarily going to mean the river's going to run to us and deliver it at, you know, like Amazon at our door. Working with the angels means that we are willing to receive the information that we need, the resources that we need, but then we have to take action. Maybe the resources is something that we have to get up, go out of the house, travel some distance and receive something that you need. Um, so it's, it, they help us help ourselves. The angels aren't necessarily going to just wrap it up and send it to us. However, they will teach us and they will give amazing, I've heard of amazing, miraculous stories where somebody would be in need of something and then talk about it, ask the angels and hire the heavens, as my friend calls it. And then the problem, uh, the solutions show up. They know where to go for the solutions or they know how to suddenly, I've had this resource all along. I just didn't know I could apply it here. So there's wisdom that comes in with the angels. So I'm very happy and excited to, to talk to you about them, um, especially um, to celebrate the fact that I won that award, 2022 AMI Award winner for the best angel card reader. I am, some of you knew that we they had nominated us earlier in the year and some of you had voted for me um, to for the angel card readers. And um, there was another woman who was amazing. I don't know, we should have both won. Um, and uh, so, I, I am really thrilled to be talking to you about the angels on this auspicious occasion. Um, and I really encourage you to connect with your angels, even if it's just your guardian angel, and ask that the right angels be brought to you. And um, it's a powerhouse. It's like plugging yourself into a powerhouse uh, um, of living. And um, as, you, as I described, you could kind of see all the different realms that each one of these angels touches on and helps you with. So as I um, close this session, I just want to remind you that each time I bring you a show or uh, an episode or a session um, on this podcast, it's to give you another tool to use to step into your soul power living, to help you have a better life or a life uh, that is uh, well-lived using you know, connecting with your soul and all of those, the teams, the, the angels and the spirits that are here to help and the loved ones. So as I sign off, remember you can um, get hold of me, angelscapes, angelscapes.net. Um, and you can, if you're curious about what I'm doing and you're not sure you want to hire me just yet, set up a open, book a session. You just go to book a session and book a, book a discovery session and we can talk about what I do and how I could help you. Um, don't be shy. Uh, Use the resources that are around you and um, and also be, be be the earth angel for somebody who needs it. If you're inspired to do or say something for another person, do it because that's the appointment that the angels are asking you to keep so that you could keep the goodness, the well-being and the message of the angels in front of everybody. And so with that, I um, want to give you, wish you all the best and all the love and you are surrounded by angels, whether you listen to them, recognize them or not, you're not alone. So thank you for, for coming and listening. And um, thank you for all the Facebook lives. 
um, coming on so many people. And I really, really appreciate your listening to me and um, all the votes I got. So till next episode, be well, stay safe. And it's hot, drink a lot of fluids. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Angelscapes podcast. We hope you've gained new insights and inspiration for your journey to uncover and access your soul's power. For more information and a deeper dive into finding clarity in your life, go to angelscapes.com. Remember to subscribe so you can be part of the discussion. It may just change your life. See you next time.